0: Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 167. My name is Frank Honus. This week on the podcast, we have a lot of great segments for you, including how our integrity truly affects the future generations. Also, we talk about repentance and how important that is for the life of a Christian, as well as talking to our kids about pornography. And then to wrap it all up, we have a recovery tip on the second look. For more information on this podcast and other great content, visit purityforlife.com. Dot me Hey, I wanted to share a thought with you guys today about generational righteousness. Generational righteousness. And my big thought is this is that your purity and your integrity and your character, what the Bible calls your righteousness, greatly, greatly, monumentally influences the next generation. If you have children, especially if you have kids, um, if you have grandkids, if you have, if you're in a position where you're influencing people underneath of you, younger people in your life, the younger generations, the way in which you live your life, the way in which you talk, the way you act, the way you behave, the way you think, even the re- the way you process, um, really does affect. Um, the, the entire generation beneath us. And, and the entire generation beneath us, beneath us is looking towards us uh, for, for leadership. I was reading in my Bible this morning. And I was actually in here. Let me find it. I was in Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs 20 verse 7 says, The righteous lead blameless lives. Blessed are their children after them. The righteous lead blameless lives blessed are their children after them and so if we are living in a way that is our goal is to please the lord and we are not just being our goal and our intent but our lives and our actions align with the will of god and align with his uh with the way in which he wants us to live uh we are are living in a blameless way. That's, that should be our goal, right? We want to live in a way that is just like Jesus. When I look into the mirror, mirror, do I see Frank or do I see Christ? That really is the, the goal and the question. At the end of the day, I, I you know, as I'm thinking about this and processing this, at the end of the day, can I lay my head on the pillow and can I go to bed saying, you know what? I lived and I did everything that Jesus told me to do today. And I lived in a way that was pleasing to him. Or did I miss the mark? Or were there some things that, you know, you know what? I don't know that that Jesus would have gone that way, <laughs> or he would have said that, or he would have done that, or he would have reacted in that way. And so our goal should not be perfection, but our goal should be to live the way Jesus said, right? And the way it says in the, in the scriptures, in Proverbs specifically, blameless, right? Uh, and blameless doesn't mean perfection. Blameless means that, you know what, I, I give my life to Christ and because I've gone from a sinner to a saint, right, and Jesus has cleansed me, has washed me, right, I wanna live blamelessly. I wanna live without what? If you live blamelessly, that means what? No one can accuse you, right? You are above accusation. And so I wanna live in a way where somebody can't say, man, look at him. Look at his life. Look at how he, how he lives. He says he represents one thing, but he lives an entirely different way. Um, and so I want to live a, a life that is above reproach, a, a life of integrity. It's not a life of perfection, believe me. <laughs> and, um, you know, just, just because you seek to live a life of integri- integrity doesn't mean you're going to live a life of perfection. Um, it's a totally, totally different thing. I want to live a life where I am not, um, I, I can't be accused of being one way, uh, representing A certain way, but being a a totally different way of living a hypocritical life. And so that's the thought today is that our righteousness and our, um, you know, if we, if we seek to live righteously, um, we will be, our goal should be to be blameless, right? That's what it says. The righteous lead blameless lives. So righteousness yields blameless living, which yields generational righteousness, right? So the generations will be uh, blameless. We're claiming that today because of our, uh, our righteous living. And so we're praying for, you know, is that a guarantee? No, it's not a guarantee, but our righteousness greatly, greatly influences, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, monumentally influences the next generation. So I hope that's encouraging for you today. Live righteously, live with character, live with honor, live with purity in all that you do. Make it your goal to be blameless above reproach. Wanted to share. Uh, wanted to share a thought with you tonight about repentance, and the incredible, incredible need for repentance in all of our lives. Um, whether you're a, a man or a woman, a child, an older person, um, you know, senior adult. The Lord wants His sons and daughters to learn what it really means to repent and to live lives of repentance, especially when we are living lifestyles that, um, that don't, you know, line up with, with his word and his will for us. Um, we, you know, there are times that we have to confess and repent, you know, when we're wrong, when we hurt someone, when we say something mean to our spouse or to our children. Um, but especially when we are in deeper things in life, especially when we're in things like, you know, we're, we're deep into addiction and we're trying to break out. Um, I do believe that even in recovery from, you know, pornography and from sexual addiction, that there's a deep level of repentance that needs to take place for the man or the woman who is struggling, who's coming out of that addiction. Um, I believe there needs to be a sense of, of brokenness over their sin, over their, over their addiction, over what they've, they have kept secret and kept so hidden for years upon years upon years. and, and not to make that person feel condemned in any way or guilty in any way, but, you know, we have chosen, right? We have chosen sin. We have chosen addiction. We have chosen the things that are not, um, that are not of, you know, that are not God. That are, that are the complete opposite of love. That are the complete opposite of intimacy. And so we've chosen those things and we have a, a duty to, uh, not a duty, uh, so we have a responsibility in order to become the men, the women that God wants us to be, in order to become whole and, and healthy, we have to confess and we have to repent of our sin. Now commonly, repentance means that we do what? That we turn 180 degrees and we walk the other way. That's t- the classical definition of what repentance means. And, but I think repentance has everything to do with our actions as well as what goes on in our heart and it has everything to do about you know, digging down below the layers and finding out what is going on in our heart, and again, coming to a place of of brokenness. Um, even in the Bible, uh, the Bible tells us in Psalm fifty-one, seventeen. This is talking about David after, um, after he was discovered with Bathsheba, uh, and he was confronted with, Beth, you know, about Bathsheba, his uh, his affair, his you know, uh, indiscretion with her. In Psalm 51:17 it says my sacrifice o god is a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart god you will not despise and that is really the key to what i think repentance is is a broken and contrite heart a heart that is broken that is is seeking uh seeking forgiveness right but that is willing to Literally turn in the other direction and walk away and, and one where we realize the depth and degree of our sin and what we have done. So, you know, I believe that, that repentance is so necessary for all of us. And I want to, um, share a little segment here coming up when we come back from the break from Corey Russell of IHOP, International House of Prayer, not Pancakes. Um, and Corey Russell is a uh, fantastic, Um, fantastic, you know, preacher of the, you know, of the word, um, you know, and and really has some great, great things. This is a video that was done uh, quite a while back, a while, you know, a while ago, a few years back, but um, some really cool thoughts about this generation and seeking purity, seeking wholeness for this generation and how this generation, we as a generation overall need to walk in repentance from from what we have uh how we've entangled our entangled ourselves to sin so i hope you guys will enjoy i hope it's encouraging to you might be a little hard to hear at first if you are struggling but let this clip challenge you to grow into the man or woman that god wants you to be
1: there is power greater than immorality there's something stronger than the secret shame of paralyzation in the secret parts and the tormenting images that keep you up at night. The Lord's speaking clearly to me, Corey. I want you to go after the prophets. I want you to go after the seers because they're found in prison caves today. They're found in prison caves of shame. It's time for the seers to come forth. <sighs> musicians and singers. <sighs> Fire! 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 It's time for musicians and singers greater sanctification, greater eyes. The eyes, oh God, for the eyes of a generation, the seers. Holy Spirit, we invite your presence right now. We're making a statement before heaven right now. We're making a statement before heaven right now, God. Release your presence, God, I pray.
0: Hey guys, Purity for Life exists to help individuals live with sexual integrity through Jesus Christ. And one part of our mission, which is really, really great, is equipping and resourcing and helping parents and families uh, fight this battle against uh, sexual addiction. From, you know, uh, really supporting and coming alongside of their children, uh, of kids, of preteens, of adolescents, of teenagers. And so... Uh, I want to encourage you to really, really get in and talk to your kids about pornography. Um, Only you can determine when that age is, the appropriate age for that. And that kind of leads me to my question. Um, What age is appropriate? And have you had that talk? I guess you could call it the talk, air quotes and air quotes with your uh, kids about sex, about pornography, about, you know, what is, what is healthy, what is unhealthy, what is right, what is wrong, uh, because porn is incredibly, incredibly, um, dangerous and harmful. Um, and really is invading our generation. So many kids and teenagers are discovering it earlier and earlier, and it's really ruining their lives and really affecting them in a negative way. So, call in on this question. We'd love to know your feedback. Um, have you had the talk yet with your kids? Um, the the sex talk, the porn talk. Have you really tried to, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, be the first mention, if you will, as as a someone my wife and I listen to calls it the the principle of the first mention where you talk about it first with them and you uh, explain to them what is right and healthy and normal and beautiful and that's where they base their truth on Um, any other lie that comes up against that any other um, you know agenda uh, they will reject but if they hear from someone else first it's way, way harder for us to come alongside of them. If they hear that sex is normal, sex is okay, you can do whatever you want, porn is fun, porn is great, then we have a large, large um, hill to climb and a mountain to be able to uh, surpass, uh, to be able to explain to them what is of the Lord and what isn't. So um, please, love to know your feedback on this question. Uh, what is the right age for your kids? Um, have you had the talk yet with them? And how's it gone? All right, so today I want to talk a little bit about a purity tip. I want to give uh, kind of a recovery tip or a purity tip for th- those of you guys who are uh, walking in recovery from a sexual addiction, right, from maybe uh, pornography addiction or uh, any kind of sexual addiction really. But uh, really this one uh, I think majorly, majorly um, – you know, applies to us as men. So, guys, listen up to this one. I, a lot of guys I work with, um, well, a lot of guys. How about every guy I work with? I'll say that uh, we struggle. We we struggle with a lot of lot of areas um, as, as, as far as it relates to uh, sexual purity, managing our desires, you know, managing our thoughts. But especially, uh, we struggle and have struggled. Um, I know, looking back in my addiction, um, I struggled majorly, majorly with my eyes, with where my eyes went um in public right uh walking throughout public the mall or you know driving or you know wherever i was at um really struggling with where my eyes went and uh you know looking at the opposite sex and you know staring and lusting and and all those things right and and i kind of you know sum this up as this purity tip as the second look really struggling with um you know, for for the guy, if you're really struggling today with the second look, I know I work with guys a lot, every single guy, even who deals with taking the second look, and you know, so we all we all understand that, right? You're walking in public, you're driving, or whatever it is, um, whatever that might be, especially, you know, if somebody walks by you, the opposite sex walks by you, you look at the person. Right? Your mind begins to churn. Your mind begins to wonder, to think, to maybe fantasize. And you take that, you turn back and you take that second look, maybe the third look, maybe the fourth look. And it's really, um, it's really a struggle for a lot of guys. It's really a struggle for a lot of the men that I work with. There's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame that, 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 you know, comes in with it, takes place. And I just want to encourage you to, Today, really focus on the things that, and hear me when I say this. Focus on what, what you're looking at, and and not just what you're looking at, but what you, what are you thinking, what are you feeling, what is it that you're really wanting in that moment. And I want to encourage you that instead of taking that second look, um, if that is a struggle for you and struggle, you know, with your eyes and what you look at, is in the moment is to say a prayer for yourself and i know one of the greatest prayers that i've ever read and really one of the greatest meditations that i've read comes from psalms 139 uh psalms 139 and uh yeah, let me get to the where I need to be here. Sorry about that, guys. I need to, my little, there we go. Psalms 139, 23, and 24. It's a great prayer that David prays, um, especially for this, this kind of situation. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. What a great prayer to be able to pray when you are in the place of struggle, you are in a place of where you, you know, you catch a glimpse or a view of the opposite sex and your heart, your mind wants to go to fantasy, wants to imagine, you know, that person, maybe imagine that person naked or lust or fantasize or think, you know, sexual thoughts about that person is to, you know, stop yourself in the moment and just and, and ask the Lord for help. Search me, God. What's going on inside of my heart right now in my mind? You know, search me, oh God. Know my heart. Test my anxious thoughts and see if there's anything offensive in me and lead me into life. Don't lead me into, into places where, um, where I'm going to compromise my integrity. I'm going to compromise my purity. I want to stay focused. Believe me, I know this is hard. I know this is difficult and we literally have to, as men, rewire and retrain our brains. To be able to um, uh, to be able to to think clearly and to focus clearly. So if this is a struggle for you, um, I totally get it. I understand it. It was for me at one point in my life, but it just takes practice, practice, practice. Training your mind, training your heart, but mostly training your eyes to really, you know. And another thing that I do is I always, whenever I'm communicating with a female, is keep my line of vision from the neck up, right? Literally from the neck up. My eyes go nowhere else and that's just a kind of a little principle i keep and um, make sure to make sure my focus is totally on them and what they're saying and and not in any of the surrounding areas if you will so just a quick purity tip for you guys uh the second look uh go into the psalms 139 and read that verses 23 and 24 and uh just pray that uh blessing over you today keep your mind keep your mind and your eyes focused god bless Well, thanks so much for listening to the Purity for Life podcast this week. I really appreciate all your support, and uh, thank you so much for listening to our Anchor Station, too. If you haven't jumped on there, make sure you go to anchor.fm and search for Purity for Life. Um, If you download the free app on your phone, you can actually call in to the station, and I want to encourage you to do that, to to call in to Purity for Life. Uh, We love your feedback. We love your questions. We love your comments. Uh, It just creates a lot of interaction throughout the week. So thank you guys so much for listening. Head on over to purityforlife.me for all resources and content and all of our uh, archive podcasts and links and a lot of good stuff there for you. So we'll see you next week on the Purity for Life podcast. God bless.